0: Pittsburgh Steelers getting away with a couple of fantastic day two selections headlined, of course, by Joey Porter Jr., but Wisconsin defensive tackle Keanu Benton and, of course, Georgia's big old tight end in Darnell Washington headed to Pittsburgh as well. And to break it all down, we've got Chris Carter of Locked on Steelers. Don't forget that all of our Locked on NFL draft coverage is presented by Ultimate Pro Football GM. You think you can run an NFL franchise? If so, head over to ultimate-gm.com today so you can try out the most realistic Ultimate Pro Football GM simulator. Start your dynasty today. Chris, let's start off with the uh, the earlier of the two most recent selections. Wisconsin defensive tackle Keanu Benton, who I think a lot of people will look at his frame, his body makeup, and say, ah, Run plugging defensive tackle, but I have a feeling he's going to be a little bit more than that at the next level. What about you?
1: I agree. I, I think that if the, if he was drafted this time last year, sure, that was who he was heading into twenty twenty two. He hadn't refined pass rush moves, but then he showed he had a he could he had a little bit of repertoire to him, you know, and, and uh, he had six sacks this last season and started to improve there. He still has a good bit ways to go, but this is a great pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers, in my opinion, because. I I think he has a ton of upside. He can grow a lot. And here's the thing. He doesn't have to start right now. They Mm. still have Cam Hayward. They still have Larry Ogunjobi. They drafted DeMarvin Leal just last year. I've been saying for a while, the Steelers, they have a lot of different things that I really think that they could address. And offensive tackle and corner were there. And then tight end was another. And crazy enough, they got all of them in the the first three (laughs) rounds, including this guy. But interior defensive linemen, was important because I think that they needed an early draft pick, you know, maybe not a first round pick, but a guy who could eventually take the torch from Cam Hayward and be like, the Steelers defensive line is still big, nasty, tough, physical. We'll stuff the run. We'll get after the quarterback. We'll take on double teams and we'll, we'll set the, the, the the edge rushers up to be the big playmakers on the defense. Um, And I think Benton, fits that model and if he doesn't right now he has at least two years to develop because I think that's what that'll be the shelf life of Hayward at least still being a really really talented player for the Pittsburgh Steelers along with Joby being there a very good pick at 49 um I thought the Steelers would be lucky to get him there
0: lot of opportunities to develop. And of course, these guys are far from finished products. And speaking of far from finished products and maybe the best way possible, Georgia Ooh. tight end Darnell Washington, six foot six, dang near six foot seven. And then he comes in at 260 plus noted blocker, both in the run and pass game. But you have to imagine what that frame, that size, that he's going to be able to have some time to develop into a pass catcher and a lethal one at that. But medicals maybe got him to this point for the Pittsburgh Steelers so what is it that you think Chris the Steelers saw in Darnell Washington that made them maybe belie those concerns and make the selection
1: so I know this back on Monday when we were talking to Mike Tomlin and Omar Khan there was a Mm -hmm. question asked to Omar Khan what are the positions that you think are the best in this draft class and he said oh I think offensive tackle I think cornerback, I think wide receiver and then Mike Tomlin jumps in and says tight end (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and and so, and so I, we were all like, "hmm, that sounds a little interesting there." And then I was like, "hmm, who's the only tight end they made as a top 30 visit? Well, that was Darnell Washington. There were four players that the top brass every year, I always try to track. Who, who did the top brass visit, meaning Mike Tom and Omar Khan for their pro days? And then yeah. who, who do they bring in for their top 30 visit? There were four players who both received a top brass pro day visit and were a top 30 visit at the Steelers facility. One was Broderick Jones. The other was um, Joey Porter Jr. Another <laughs> was Brian Brzee. And the last was Darnell Washington. They got Massage. three of those four guys there. <laughs> amazing value darnell washington what we heard with the rumors swirling around was that there was a knee injury that people were concerned about when darnell washington got on the conference call with steelers reporters at the facility uh on on, uh, friday night he said all it is is just a little bit of knee inflammation it's not that big a deal i i don't get it and so the speculation here in pittsburgh at least right now as we sit here friday night is that maybe people saw a six foot six almost six foot seven 260 plus pound guy and they said you know what knee injury I'm out. I don't need those mm. problems. I'm going to just get away from it. Big guys and knee injuries. I don't want no part of. And look, I've seen that happen, uh, you know, with, with, with guys before. So um, Darnell Washington though, a, a freakish type talent there with a freakish ceiling. He's big. He mauls people. A lot of people call him an extra offensive lineman on the field. <laughs> I, I've seen him hurdle people with the ball in his hands. He's explosive. He's fast. He can get up field. He could go up and get the ball. And again, in a position where the Steelers don't need him to do this right away. Pat Farmouth is still there. Yes. Uh, Gentry was re-signed. He was the number two tight end last year. So if Washington takes time to develop or he needs to work through that knee injury, that's fine. As long as he gets there and eventually becomes who I think the Steelers see him to be, the Steelers, I think, will be in a position to run 12 personnel a lot with two guys who they'll love to throw in and run blocking situations and Pat Fryermuth and Darnell Washington, who can also be vertical threats in the passing game along with their two receivers, uh, Deontay Johnson and George Pickens. And then of course, Najee Harris and Kenny Pickett in the backfield. I I just think that gives them so much to work with here. And again, to get this pick, by the way, The Steelers, who I think were on Darnell Washington all along, realized that every other NFL team was out on him because of this knee injury. So when the 80th pick came up, the Steelers traded away a fourth round pick to get Broderick Jones in the first round, which to me was perfect Mm -hmm. value to get. But there was a little bit of, you know, saltiness because there was like, you know what? All we have on day three are two seventh round picks now with that fourth round pick gone. Well, with this trade, they moved back to 93, came down 13 spots and recouped. A
0: a fourth-round
1: pick. I don't know how Omar Khan The trade
0: chart is wild this year. It really is wild this year.
1: I don't understand values. I did all the studying (laughs) of all these charts and just throw it all out the window. But Omar (laughs) Khan put on some black air forces and just keep robbing people because I think that's what he's done
0: in this offseason, Ross. It's been a super, super fun draft, clearly, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, and it's going to be a very, very fun season for them as well. And if you want to keep up to date with the selections that have already been made for the Steelers, what's up next for them? And, of course, the exciting 2023 season on the way. Locked on Steelers every Monday through Friday is the place for you to be hosted here by Chris Carter, part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Chris, thanks so much for joining us, bud.